Hey guys, are you having problems with gophers? Because where I was at, they literally set up family like dynasties in my old garden. They went crazy. And I really had to address the gophers and face the problem head on or I wouldn't have had a garden. And this happened really early on. My first year, my garden was awesome, and then the second year they found it and destroyed it. And so I really had to figure this out, and you might be in the same exact position. Are you fighting the gophers? Because there's a certain amount of things that you must do. In our area where it was dry, very sandy soil, it was decomposed granite, we had to not do things like culture. We had to avoid creating mound earth because in those softer tilled areas they're gonna just tunnel through and so what I had to do was I had to completely embrace complexity. So if you have these nice tilled up beds that they're all soft they're gonna be like oh this is where I go because it's easy to travel through, easy to make new, new tunnels, it is full of food and it's obvious. So they just set up and they just follow you and track you and just check in as things are growing and then just take them when it's ripe for them. So they're gardening on the underside just like you're gardening on the upper side. We have to understand that they're actually really smart. <laughs> have you ever flooded any of these holes that you see and have them just instantly back up and wonder what's going on? They actually put blockages in their tunnel expecting someone to come down and attack them like a snake or something else. What we have to understand is we have to interrupt them where they're at. And this goes with a lot of things. Are you reaching out and putting your hand in your soil often enough? A lot of people water and then they don't do that and they're like wondering why their plants are suffering and they can scrape their soil and I've done this as a consultant is you see that the water isn't penetrating past that centimeter and the roots are suffering. So you want to get your hand in there often enough and if you're doing that, you're going to find these holes. Especially if you're in a gopher infested area and you're going to be like, oh, I found a hole. That moment, get that hose and flood that hole and you will drown that, that gopher or you will irrigate your area or both and sometimes they'll get up and, and get out and you can dispatch them right then or you can catch them right then and then move them to a different area if that's your thing. But you have to fix this problem. You have to kick them out. And then you have to introduce complexity. So some people use traps. Those can work really well if you understand how to design them so that they go into the trap so that they're not afraid of entering the trap. And usually that again is not using the holes that you see, but using the holes that you find as you're putting your hand in your beds. You're like, oh, there's a hole. And you set up your trap, you cover it so it looks dark, and you try to do this all with gloves and not breathe on anything and not, so that it doesn't smell like you, right? A lot of people, you know, will put like really good smelling things into the trap so that they will come and go into the trap that sometimes can work. Mine were way too smart for that. The traps never worked for that. I never caught anything with a trap. I only was able to interrupt things, push them out with water, use their awesome system below ground to irrigate my system. And then I was able to really take it to the next level by doing complexity. So those gophers, when I spread out the potatoes, they no longer could kill my entire row in a day. 
and then when I created polycultures that included perennials, things that were permanent obstacles in their way that were in my beds that were permanent. Everything changed. So suddenly I could have a tree there and surround it with other things and have the tree's roots go lower and those things be higher and then I could have areas between these trees that were annuals that got enough sun but what happened was all those huge elaborate you know passageways and tunnels were all interrupted. I totally disrupted their entire system by introducing perennials, by having large root systems. And that doesn't mean as I got established that I didn't lose things. They ate my horseradish, they ate my garlic, they ate all the things that, you know, gophers will never eat this, it's gopher, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that worked was once I was established, the complexity, having an abundance of variety, having an abundance of different roots, and then having them in guilds because what happens when our soil life is happy? What happens when our plants are happy? Well, they disappear, like they don't smell the same, they don't look the same to insects, to animals. And when you looked at my gardens, when you saw those pictures, when you saw all my old videos, it probably looked a lot like green, especially with my older camera, right? It looks just like green. And then there's like dots of color where there's fruit or something like that, but that's it. And so it's really kind of hard for the animals themselves to see what's going on. It's not like a monoculture where they're like, oh, okay, it's berries today and it's berries for, you know, a quarter mile. Or it's corn today and it's, you know, a few hundred square miles of corn, you know, for deer. This is complexity that often they aren't accustomed to because they don't see that. And so we're creating that complexity. We're controlling that complexity. We're remembering that complexity so that we can harvest it come time. And we're interrupting their, their systems and also giving them more food, giving them more moisture. Because gophers, you know, a lot of the times they aren't really after your food. I know people are like, they destroyed this, ah! But the gophers are just thirsty and your soil that was dry because you were just surface watering and not putting your hand in it was dry and so they ate the root because there was no water but when you regularly are using lots of mulch when you're watering so that you, you can feel that your hand goes all the way down or your soil is moist enough already that it does that all of that is really critical to making sure that your system doesn't get like destroyed in a day. Because you know, now that happens. People are like, oh my word, my garden was killed today. And you're like, oh my word, what, why, why did the animals come and just kill everything? Or why did my thing fall over? And it's because you got near that edge, the plants got stressed, they called out, things were a little bit too dry or a little bit nutrient deficient, and then the gopher came or that insect came, or that fungal infection began. And then that decomposition event begins. And you're like, what happened? All of it's, you know, dying. It's becoming compost. Just start your garden over early for next year because you got too close to that warning zone. So gophers can really indicate to us strongly how we're doing things wrong. <laughs> so listen to your gophers because they're telling us something too. Listen to your pests. They're telling us something too. I hope this helps you get an abundant garden even 
If you're on the edge of wilderness, if you're off-grid in the middle of wilderness, I hope that you can partner with nature. You can create some confusion and some support so that the wildlife feels like they're getting their portion, they're getting fed, but they're not destroying your system. All right? I hope this helps you. I hope this serves you. And I hope that you have an abundant week. Thanks, guys. Grow abundantly, learn daily, and live regeneratively. I'm Matt Powers. Have a great week.